our skin is in the game too, right? So we will integrate with whoever else in the industry we think that will help ourselves. And the merchants can have the peace of mind to focus on selling, increasing their conversion and getting the optimization in the payment and other stuff that they think that are important for their business. You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Payments Innovation Podcast by Currency Cloud. This is Jeff Forkin, and I'm excited to be joined by Rafael Lorenko from ClearSale. Rafael is the EVP of North America for ClearSale. Rafael, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience and just give us uh, some background on ClearSale. Sure. So thanks, Jeff, for the opportunity. I'm glad to be here with you and, and try to uh, to clarify some stuff about fraud prevention. So ClearSale does fraud prevention for online businesses. So we help online merchants to prevent from chargebacks. And chargebacks basically are the money that merchants should spend when somebody utilizes somebody else's credit card when buying something online. As you know, when somebody utilizes uh, another person's information, it means that the cardholder will ask their money back and eventually this money will have to be paid by the merchant. So the financial responsibility is on the merchant's shoulder. So we help uh, companies preventing from chargebacks. And the way we do it is through an outsourcing solution, meaning that we make a decision on behalf of our clients saying yes or no for every order. And my role at the company basically is overseeing our operations, marketing and sales. And my background is in data scientists. So I kind of know the, the backstage of the fraud prevention. And I've been trying to help merchants, online merchants during the last 10 years preventing from fraud. So I'm pretty familiar with this. This issue. Great. Yeah. So, you know, what's really interesting is we see a lot of this with some of our customers. You know, everyone is, is very concerned these days about fraud with, with you know, the criminals are getting so sophisticated and, and innovative. I'm curious, you know, what are you seeing in the industry? What are some of the things the criminals are the fraudsters, if you will, are doing these days? And what is, you know, ClearSale doing to stay ahead of these guys? Well, I think people are, are becoming more and more scared about it, and, and there's a reason for it. Fraud, is, is in, fraud rates are indeed increasing, and, and the reasons why are, are many. But I believe that some of the sophistication that technology brings to play are also utilized by fraudsters, right? So if you, t if you talk about, for instance, account takeover, meaning a fraudster may be logging into somebody else's account in a web store, for instance, and that allows this fraudster to access credit card information, shipping and billing addresses, etc. So it's much harder to prevent from fraud when the, the, the fraudster is doing what I call account takeover. Right? So mm -hmm. the, the methodologies that the fraudsters are utilizing in the last years and the recent years has been actually involving a lot and being very, they are very creative. Yes. So, and then technology is also the uh, part of the answer for the, for the issue, right? So if you talk about account takeover, for instance, you're, the way of preventing that for, is utilizing one of the, the, the keys that ClearSale and many others in the market can benefit from is what we call device fingerprinting, which means 
that combining a different species of information that, that you can acquire from the device the person is connecting, you can create a, an ID, a location number for this device. And then let's say I'm utilizing my own account. I'm utilizing my own device, being my phone or my desktop. While if a fraudster is doing that, then eventually the, the fraudster is going to be accessing the same account from a different device. So the more the fraudsters involved, the more we have to involve in, on our side. And technology tends to be one of the, the main weapons we have against them. Does ClearCell actually provide that, some of that? Is that like the multi-factor authentication or you know, looking at the device location? Is that, the, is that something you provide to an, an e-commerce business or is that something that they would get from a, another third-party provider? Yeah, good question. When I say tool sourcing, that is how we describe ourselves. That means that a merchant, when working with ClearSale, has to have only the single one connection when it comes to fraud prevention, right? So if a merchant is integrated with us, then we will be integrating with the different solution providers out there for other types of technology. And we will have our proprietary technology as well. So when it comes to IP allocation, for instance, and stuff like that, we will utilize third parties. And for the device intelligence that I just described, we have our proprietary technology. So we will do on our side anything that is that we need to help our merchants and our clients. And of course, we want to help them. And on top of that, it's important to mention that we may or not, but most of our customer will decide to have a feature that we can offer that is called chargeback guarantee, where we will reimburse customers. We will reimburse the merchants for any order that we approved and turned uh, and ended up being a chargeback. So the reality is with this business model, our skin is in the game too, right? So we will integrate with whoever else in the industry we think that will help ourselves. And the merchants can have the peace of mind to focus on selling, increasing their conversion and getting the optimization in the payment and other stuff that they think that are important for their business. And just curious, what do you guys see from a data perspective? Are chargebacks, you know, what's, what are the average chargebacks occurring for some of these e-commerce businesses that you're, you're providing this service for all? And what's the trend as far as, is it increasing? Is it decreasing? Is there a region of the world that you're seeing more of it from? Just curious. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the North America and, and the domestic orders, it's definitely increasing. So something happened in 2015 or started happening in 2015 that, that we call EMB. That is when the chip and PIN codes became a standard to the industry in the offline world, meaning the POCs in our restaurants and, and anything else. So probably anybody had, that had in the past credit cards without the chip, nowadays most of the credit cards will have the chip and will need the PIN while buying something offline. And the effect that that had in the online fraud is that it's harder and harder for the fraudsters to make a fraud offline. So they will migrate to the online world. That happened in Europe a few years ago in other countries. So we are experiencing in the U.S. the exact same thing, meaning since 2015, the average chargeback rate and mainly the fraud attempt rate is increasing from 10 to 20% every year, which is, of, of course, concerning and makes people going to find new solutions and stuff like that. So I, I'd say that the concern in the past for U.S.-based merchants was mainly the cross-border orders. And more recently, in the last uh, four or five years, I'd say that domestic orders became also pretty much a concern for them when it comes to chargebacks and, and fraud attempts. 
So with these businesses, these e-commerce businesses, what are they doing today? What does it look like when they, they see that they have a chargeback issue? And what's the process that they have to go through internally, kind of evaluated? And you know, what are the benefits of outsourcing, it, I guess? Good question. So basically, when it comes to a chargeback, there's two options. I mean, mainly if it's a fraudulent chargeback, you will have to pay back your bank. I mean, you're going to have the, the, the financial liability anyway. One option that many merchants uh, tend to do is dispute the chargeback, meaning if somebody claims that you didn't make the purchase, you may try to prove that this person actually did the purchase and that might, might take, take you some time, but might bring your money back. This is one thing. So you're going to be reactive. Their sale doesn't do that, but we encourage our merchants eventually if they want to do it. But the reality is when it comes to actual fraud, the cardholder was a victim, a victim of, of somebody else in doing a fraud. So you do have to prevent and to, be, to prevent instead of being only reactive, right? So when it comes to prevention, and that, that's how we at ClearSale position ourselves, you have a few layers of protection that you can have. Initially, many payment gateways will have some fraud filters, right? So you can block some orders from happening, and with that, with that, you may try to prevent yourself from the chargeback. So let's say you start seeing a lot of chargebacks coming from a certain state, let's say Florida, then you can eventually go at your payment gateway and turn on a filter that blocks every order from Florida. That's an option, but that's not financial viable and are feasible because you are yes you are eventually preventing yourself from all these orders the, the fraudulent orders from Florida but you are also blocking all the good orders from from happening right so eventually the fraud filters and blocking some specific patterns automatically declining those tends not to be a smart choice if you have space to do something else then this something else may be what we call a manual review so you use your filters, your policies, and your rules, eventually even your algorithms, your machine learning fraud score, to flag orders that are riskier than others. But when you flag an order, you can review it, and eventually a human being will review it and make a decision on whether or not to move forward with the order. So what ClearSale does as an outsourcing, we not only provide tools, software to flag the orders, but we will do the manual review on behalf of our customers. But of course, many merchants nowadays in the U.S. are doing their own manual review processes internally. And I believe that the benefits of the outsourcing is one, we are doing this for almost 20 years, right? So our company were founded in 2001, and it means that we know what we are dealing with, and we are always in contact with what's new in the industry, etc. And eventually, we, we tend to do a better job than somebody that is focused on, on e-commerce. And secondly, it's the peace of mind, right? So if you are a smaller, especially if you're a small or medium company, you are focusing on, focused on growing, on selling more, and you don't want to, you know, create an expertise internally or having even people. I mean, people, manpower can be expensive, right? And, mm. and you don't want to have people and employees of your company doing, doing this kind of stuff online. You have to worry about hiring, training, firing, sales picks. Uh, during sales picks, you have to, you know, have everybody on board. So it's not an easy process to keep internally if you have the option of outsource, and that's usually our value proposition. Hmm. Very good. Curious, what have you seen with uh, your customers as far as you know being able to reduce these 
the amount of false declines or false positive. What's the impact on revenue for some of these guys? I'd imagine it might be significant. Yeah, for sure. So that's actually a very good question because, as I said, chargeback prevention is, is an important part of your business if you are an online merchant because the chargeback may represent a good proportion of your cost, right? So the average chargeback rate for a North American merchant, online merchant selling physical goods, is around 0.9% of their revenues, right? So a little under 1%. So if you imagine that the average margins for a retailer is something around 4 to 8%, you're talking about, let's say, 20% of your margin going through the drain in a chargeback. So that's definitely a very important issue. But what people don't know is that there is a much more important issue there that is what we call false decline. And what, or what, what a false decline or a false positive is, is when you decline an order that shouldn't have been declined, right? So you're talking about a problem. There's a study from Javelin uh, Research that says that the problem of the problem of uh, false positives is 13 times bigger than the problem then of the, the the chargeback. So chargebacks cost for the the American merchants around nine billion dollars a year, while false declines and false positives, the whole impact of this issue costs 118 billion. So almost 13 times bigger. And the reality is that people, when trying to prevent from chargeback, they m might get too much conservative, right? So getting mm -hmm. afraid of every order in a certain region of the country or uh, declining every international credit card or even declining certain IPs and stuff like that. And that my suggestion or, or a clear sales best practice here is try never to decline an order automatically. Right. So if you have time, if you are a, a physical goods retailer, if you're a physical goods merchant or a retailer and you have some time, you have a few hours to manual review these orders. My suggestion is never my suggestion is never uh, declining an order based on a rule or a pattern. Yes, those rules, patterns and algorithms, they can be useful for you to flag which orders are riskier than the others. But when you flag those orders, my recommendation is always giving them a chance of the, uh, the, the benefit of the doubt and giving them a chance to be approved and to become really a revenue. Because as we, as we know, a customer that is declined, there's a big chance that this customer will not come back to the same merchant, right? And eventually we will engage with a competitor and that's a big problem for uh, everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the real, real key is here is that the, if you can reduce these false declines, you can increase your margin and increase revenue and then also create a better customer experience, it sounds like. Correct, correct, hundred percent correct. Because the the false decline is a big issue for uh, for the customer experience perspective, right? So imagine you going to buy something, let's say a gift for somebody you, you love, and then you you get declined, or something you really need for your car or for your house, and when you get declined, your experience in the branding that this merchant gives and and provides to the to the customer is is not good at all. Great. And I imagine that the false declines, you know, reviewing this stuff is tough. You know, I'm, I'm curious, what is ClearSale doing from an innovative or technology AI? You know, AI is hot right now. What are you guys doing on the back end to kind of scale this? Because it's, it's obviously a lot of work. Sure, sure. So when it comes to fraud prevention, you have two main challenges. The first one is flagging the fewer orders you need, you can for, for a review, right? So you don't want customers to wait in a few hours 
before you do the manual review. We don't want the cost of a manual review. So ClearSale is all about trying to be efficient and doing everything we can to approve every order automatically or the, the, the vast majority of the orders automatically. And because we don't decline automatically retailers' orders, as I said, it's either approved based on our expertise or decline or, or, or flagged to be manual reviewed. So the first challenge is to approve as many orders as you, we can. And the way we do it is, is you already hit the nail on the head. We, we, we do a lot of AI, a lot of artificial intelligence and machine learning. Myself, as a partner of the company and two of the four uh, founders, we are data scientists. So analytics is, a, is on our DNA, and we try to acquire as many data points, external data points, as we can to make sure we are making a better decision in the real-time moment, right? So we have external database, our own database with a few thousand merchants can help us always understanding the, the patterns of the good customers versus the patterns of the, the bad orders. And that allows us to approve more than 90% of the orders right away, real time. Then the second big challenge is, okay, once you know those orders are risky, what do you do, right? So how do you deal with these orders? Well, ClearSale have a, has a few large customers and a bunch of small and medium customers. And for that reason, we have a lot of orders to, uh, we review more, almost 100 million orders a year, right? So we do have to have a strong team internally to do that. So we, we are a company with more than 1,000 employees, a good proportion of them doing the manual review. And there's a lot of technology involved in the manual review too. It's not an old school step that has to be done. There is a lot of AI involved in the decision of which order is reviewed by each person. But giving you just a couple of examples of how we are doing it, one thing, one big thing that is being uh, recently important to us is social network. So if you have the email of the customer or anything else that can uh, allow you to access there as a manual reviewer, that you can access their, their social network, you can kind of build a story in your head and understand why such a person would be buying something. And mm -hmm. you can eventually understand why being delivered, the, the good is delivered in somewhere else, different from the billing address, for instance. But then you figure out that it's eventually in their comp in the person's company. It's the person has family in this other state in which the, the, the product is being delivered and stuff like that. So social network is being a big thing. And the second example is, is obviously dealing with the, the unique database. So as a third party doing fraud prevention, ClearSale has the advantage all over somebody doing it internally. That is, our manual reviewers can look at other orders made by the same person or, the, or delivered in the same address or stuff like that, right? So I look at this, this email address, for instance, and I see that it seems like another customer of ClearSale, and I will just mention a couple of brands that are our uh, customers in the US, Asus, the computer manufacturer, right? So somebody bought a laptop online, and then after that, somebody bought a watch in, in, at Timex, for instance. Then I have the two purchases, and I can look at the two purchases and compare them and see if they are similar, they seem to be from the same person, while if Asus were doing, was doing something uh, internally, they could only look at their own purchase and their own order details. Obviously, even if they were customers of ClearSale, ClearSale could never show them details on somebody else, on, on another merchant's uh, uh, order, right? So for, for uh, privacy for privacy reasons. 
So as a third party, as a manual reviewer that is trying to solve a problem and understand and decide if the order is or not belonging to the, the person or to the cardholder, then having this unique database and have the chance to see in details and scrutinize the, the situations and the patterns is definitely a good thing. That's really interesting. I, think, I feel like we could spend another 15, 20 minutes just talking about the review process and how you're <laughs> able to analyze this consumer behavior. That's really, it's pretty crazy. It is. It is. It, I'm passionate about this and it is a very dynamic and interesting uh, field of knowledge. Well, maybe we'll save it for next time, Raphael. I really want to thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to have you on. It sounds like you guys are doing some fantastic work there at ClearSale. For the audience, what's the best way to get in touch with ClearSale if they want more information? Well, ClearSale, we are proud of ourselves of being a very content-focused organization. So I definitely encourage your audience to visit our blog at our website. And our website is clear.sale. Not simple like that. Okay. www.clear.sale is, is the best way of reaching out to us. Perfect. So just clear.sale. They can find more information on you guys and reach out if they're interested. Excellent. Excellent. Perfect. Well, Raphael, thank you again and look forward to staying in touch. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Currency Cloud is an online payments company that makes international money transfers fast and simple for businesses. We're building a borderless future where international transactions are seamless for a better user experience. Discover the world's most trusted payment platform and our toolkit of developer-friendly APIs at CurrencyCloud.com. You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now on iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.